If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the NFL Stock Exchange Podcast. In this episode, we have a brand new two-round post-combine mock draft for you guys. It's going to include a little bit of trades at the top. We've got new destinations for a lot of these quarterbacks from what we heard over combine as well, but man, so many other great conversations, a lot of nuggets, uh, rumors, leanings that we have heard from other teams, what they're going to do. The combine is fantastic, not just for evaluating athletic ability and, and interviews, but also a lot of those rumors on learning what we think the NFL team is going to do. We are bringing all of that together here in a two-round mock draft. I'm Trevor Sycamore. With me, as always, is Connor Rogers. Let's ring the bell. NFL Stock Exchange Podcast. I'm Trevor Sycamore. That is Connor Rogers joining you for what is one of our favorite episodes of the entire year, folks. The NFL Combine is in the books. Well, not quite. I mean, peer back the curtain. They're still running the running backs right now. But as you are listening to this, the Combine is in the books. So it is time for a brand new mock draft. And because we love you guys so much and because we have heard the cries of the people, we're extending it beyond round one. We are giving you a two-round post-combine mock draft here on this episode. Connor, are you ready for the journey, my friend? I am. We've been excited about this one for a long time. Obviously, we're back from Indy. Most, like, what, 90% of the testing is done. Yep. As we're sitting here, like you said, we're it's we're going to get numbers as well to wrap this thing up. And we get to go to the second round today. And just it's such a better exercise that way because it allows you to paint a much bigger picture rather than you know, you make a pick for a team and someone's like, well, how could they do that? They have no tackle or they have no receiver. And it's like, well, we could do that in round two or we could show where the value lies. So this is it's time to get deeper into the draft. Let everyone else have the surface level. Let everyone else argue about the four quarterbacks going in the top 10. This is the way we like to do our content. I mean, we are still going to argue about the quarterbacks going yeah, in the we'll top still 10. Yeah, we'll still do it. We'll still do it. Today is where we put our draft expertise to the test, where we can't just have the cop out and be like, ah, they can fix that later in the draft. Now we yeah, actually- gotta do it have to be the ones to fix it. Maybe we'll even give you guys a three-rounder before the end of April rolls around. But we'll extend it to two rounds today. Connor, do you want to do odds or evens? I didn't ask you before the podcast, Ooh. and this one's going to be all... Jets pick 13, Bucks pick 19, so... Oh, yeah. no. So whoever gets the odds... Well, that reminds me. Yes. And when we do it, I'll shout out the person, because I, I don't want to open up my messenger right now of who came up with the idea, because I have the combine on my phone. But... Somebody messaged me and you will get the proper shout out. And their idea was in the future, can you do an episode that you mock draft for the Jets and Trevor mock drafts for the Bucks? And I was like, how about we flip it? So there will be a show, I think, where 
you mock draft for the Jets and okay. I mock draft for the Bucks, and then we get each other's reactions. I just had to get that in there. I would like to do, if it's cool with you, I'd actually like to do the odds. Okay. Um, not to pick for the Jets and Bucks. That's a nice bonus, I guess. Although I don't, I actually don't usually like having that scenario personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, there's something I really want to discuss. Uh, a couple of things I really want to discuss in the top ten, and I think you and I are going to figure out a trade here. At yes, number one, yeah, right? we're 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 going yeah. to. And you also, I wanted to give you the honors of picking either odds or evens because you've been telling me that you got some nuggets. Obviously, I I do as well. Just listening yeah. to people in Indianapolis, hearing which guys could be really on the rise this week. Some stocks that were up even before some of the podiums and the uh, the, the testing. And obviously, you know, we we've got the head coaches and the general managers who are hanging out around Indianapolis in the early parts of the week. So I wanted to give you this because I wanted to see if there was a batch of teams that you could bring up, maybe some of the things that you have heard. Yeah. Because that's what this podcast is all about too. I couldn't really m- make out, you know, perfectly with this. There's a couple evens I'll chime in on, but I, yeah, the odds yes. will the odds will work out. The odds will work out. I was distracted. I was listening to you, but I was distracted as uh, Devon A. Chain was running his 40. What are you running? A, it was an unofficial 4-3-4, which is amazing. Obviously, oh, come on, but, trash. But I was trash. like, I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I was hoping for like a four two five. But so I had to catch that. Now I don't care for the rest of them. The uh, the official. Well, that we're gonna we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna pencil in. That's a three points for for Trev because I had uh, Devon A. Chain in in the uh, the combine draft, which we will recap later this week. But that is for another episode. Buddy, you're picking for number one overall. It's the Chicago Bears sitting there at number one overall, and I gotta say this. I felt like the quarterbacks all handled this combine week very, very well. Yeah. Anthony Richardson, we knew he was athletic, but historically athletic is something totally different. Will Levis loved his interview session. I'm sure he interviewed great with a lot of teams. He's very personal. The ball was just firing off his wrist when he was throwing at the combine. Bryce Young not being historically small, even though we know he probably won't play above 200 for weight, not being historically small was definitely to his advantage. And then CJ Stroud, man, I mean, did he miss a throw? I mean, did he miss a single throw out there on the field? Unbelievable. So love these guys at the podium, love what they were able to do on the field. And I say all that to say, the price of number one just went up, man. I know it. you could say, oh, well, if all the QBs did well, then maybe these guys are going to settle. They ain't going to settle. I don't think they're going to settle. I think these teams, whether it's the Panthers, the Raiders, the Titans, uh, who, who the Falcons, whoever it's going to be, they're going to have their eyes on a quarterback out of this group that they really want, and they're not going to want to get beat out for them. So what are your thoughts right now with number one overall? Are you still targeting the Colts? I didn't even mention the Colts, but are you still targeting the Colts? Maybe the Texans? Where are you going with this one? Honestly, I'm a little bit more open-minded to even going all the way down to nine if I can just get a massive, massive haul. I I think the Panthers are in on coming up. I would think the Colts are in on coming up. Mm -hmm. Houston's in such a fascinating spot at what they do it to. So the door is wide open. If I'm the Bears, if I can get just an insane amount of quantity with a team like Carolina, I'm okay. But if I can go to four... I feel really, really good about the type of player I can get there as well. So I, I would say the door is pretty wide open. It would just depend on what is the gap in price. If Carolina is willing to give what? Nine, next year's one, at least. And a, and a two? Yeah. That's yeah. the trade I'd want. You would think with Indy, four to one, 
I mean, you're you're flipping Indy's, and Indy's probably going to want to get out of it with number four and then not another first round pick. That's what I think. I think did they go two twos? They would probably have to go two two. Ultimately, ultimately, I do feel like because of the bidding war that's going to happen for number one overall, I feel as though Indy's going to have to give up this year's one and next year's one to get it done. I really do think that they're probably yeah, that have was to my do original that. thought. But that was my original. Can thought. I throw something out there at you? Please. This is the time to do it. Do you think Houston will be interested in moving from two to one? Yes. You okay. have to be. So if if you believe that, that they are interested in doing that, if you are the Bears, what about trading down twice? What about going from one to two from, from one to two? getting what you can out of Houston, maybe recouping just that early second round pick that you lost from Chase, the Chase Claypool trade. Yep. Maybe you recoup that early second round pick just with the Texans to move from one to two. And then you can still move down from two to four or nine and get even more hauls that way with more picks. And perhaps you could even move more picks to next year's class. So I don't know, man. What do you? I love it. I, I thought about that. Uh, a couple of people have actually messaged us that over the last 24 hours or so. A couple of people, at least on Instagram, have done that with me. But I was thinking about the idea a little bit earlier this week as well and bringing it all into, I guess, a practical proposal. What do you think about that? I'm in on it. And I think I know my route I want to go. Okay. So I you, would, do you I, want to you you make control of two? Would you would you flip for the Texans second round pick this year? I think you have to, right? I, I think there are Texans, there's Texans fans out there who might say, no, 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 no. That's too rich. You're moving up one spot, you're giving up an early second round pick. It's essentially a late first rounder. That might be too much. But you gotta you gotta remember this for everybody out there who might be arguing that. They're not just bidding for the distance between two to one. That's, yeah, they're bidding no. against the Colts. They're bidding against the Raiders. They're bidding against the Panthers. They're bidding against the Titans. They're bidding against the Falcons, maybe. So I think you do have to give up that early second rounder. And you know you already have 12. You know you already have 12. So let's That's what just helps. So let's just say let's go 33 and two for number one. Yep. Okay. And 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 for those arguing this, like I there will be a format for that. I don't think this is necessarily it. We're trying to get close mm. in this spot. And I, I really think that's close. I really think that's close because the alternative could be the quarterback you love could go to your division rival in Indy when they jump you. Keep that in mind. Very good point. A There's very astute observation, Stute's my good man. Word. Stute's a good word. Okay, All so, right, so we're so going to go. Pick, yep. are you, so are you picking it one now or am I picking it? We'll keep the teams. So you will get the number one overall pick with Houston. Okay. I will operate at Chicago and see okay. what I can come up with out of that two spot. I'm still going Bryce Young. Bryce Young's still my guy. Good um, lad. Good lad. You know, look, he's he's going to – even if you told me Bryce Young's going to play at 190, whatever, fine. I don't – like, I don't care. Again, we talked about this plenty the middle part of the week. We've talked about it since – Bryce Young's combine weight measurement would did not really matter unless he was going to be like terribly historic on the bad side of things. He's not, even though his play weight's going to be lower, is the best player in college football over the last two years. I'm still taking Bryce Young number one overall. So I'm going Bryce to start this out to the Houston Texans. No argument from me. Um, I've done some radio this weekend and I you always get the question and I I say, Wow, brag. 
Uh, yeah, sick. Um, <laughs> you never, never get to sleep. That's all I wanted to do. But I, I, you know, everybody, I appreciate everybody uh, that has me on. We have fun. And I say the same thing. I, I, I still think it's Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. I still think it's number one overall. The question to me, and this could change, by the way, uh, Keaton Mitchell with a 4-3-8. Ooh! That, that was my, uh, my swaparoo. So I gave you a sweat there. You were going to win it. Because Keaton Mitchell, I think, finished second in the broad and second in the vert. So I was like, all right, young man's explosive. Yeah. For those that don't know, I, we've said it before, Trevor did let me swap my guys that don't do anything. Uh, and and more of my guys didn't do anything. Even some of my substitutes didn't do anything. But Keaton Mitchell was my running back swap for the 40 and did decide to run. So mm. thank you for at least trying, close. Keaton Mitchell. It's, and he gave us, he gave us a, you know, an injection of energy. So yeah, Bryce Young goes wanted to Texans. Yep. Bears are back on the clock. That's my team here, even though I'm picking odds. Yep. And Trevor, I am trying to trade yet again. Okay. And boy, do I have the perfect partner. I, I got to get the answer that call with Carolina. <sighs> and, and I think, man, I've been on this one for a little bit, but the, <laughs> the, the price of the brick changed. <laughs> I want I, if I'm Carolina, I want CJ Stroud on my football team. Okay, that's that's what I want. I'm comfortable going up. Okay, um, even though I'm picking for Carolina, Trevor, I would like you to operate as Scott Fitterer for the yeah. trade capital conversation here. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not maddening this thing and trading my with myself. Uh huh. So let's say I'm at two. If I'm Chicago, I will give Carolina two. I will go back to nine, but I also need their 2024 first round pick. Yeah, I mean that's look if if Carolina's Carolina might be screwing themselves a little bit here if this scenario actually comes out this way or anybody really because at first you're going to be calling Chicago for number 1 overall and I think the price is going to be higher, right? Carolina might be in a situation where they're opting to give a first round pick this year, a first round pick next year and then like shoot one or two date two picks to move up yeah. from 9 up to number 1. So maybe they're screwing themselves over because the price is high and maybe Chicago's like, all right, same trade. And they're like, whoa, 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 not the same trade because yeah, one yeah, quarterback's yeah. off the board. But it's going to be an interesting back and forth. I think if you knock either the one or the two additional picks outside of the first rounders off, that is probably where you come to an agreement. So I How about I, a sweetener. I, How about a sweetener? So since it's the flip of two to nine if I'm Chicago, uh-huh. but I'm getting the 2024 first rounder. I think Carolina is in position to win that division. Uh-huh. Chicago is not even close in my eyes. I will send back pick 134 that once belonged to the Chiefs. So Carolina gets two and 134. Chicago gets nine and next year's first. I know it's not crazy, but it's still a pick in the top 150 that could be a contributor this year. You know, my only counter to that would be this. The Rams value Brian Burns a two first round pick. So why don't we just send Brian Burns over to the Chicago Bears and we'll just call it even. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Oh my God. It'll never get yeah. old. No. Okay. So I think that that's good. Nine and next year's first for uh, number two and 134 this year. Yep. Yep. I like it. Okay. Like it. Okay. okay. We are going to force that trade. Force the trade. Uh, although the simulator told me 
very likely to be accepted with the full green bar. Uh, yeah, it's it's. So I don't. Obviously, I don't obviously look, we're, we're using PFS Mock Draft Simulator, and I love this tool. I really do. Uh, trade values are so difficult to um, quantify, especially in, like year to year. I would say yeah, it's yeah, just yep, so different yep. every year. The situation, the context means so much. So I think that we are ballparking this in the right area. You've got the Carolina Panthers then at number two, and, and you're taking CJ Stroud. I'm taking CJ Stroud. Uh, great week for CJ Stroud. Great year for CJ Stroud. Boy, Stroud developing under Reich, McCown, that staff. I, the offensive line is on the come up. DJ Moore is going to be a thousand yard guy again. Mm-hmm. I, I love everything about this fit. It's it's remarkable. It's I hope it happens for both parties involved. And good for Chicago. You have a war chest of draft assets to use to rebuild your defense and help Justin Fields. Ryan Poles, depending on who they get to pick at number nine, could be just the most liked man in the Chicago area. That puts the Arizona Cardinals up at number three. This one's pretty easy for me. I, I think I talked about that this. That would be one. me, partner. Oh, it is. Because three, you know, Trev, when you really think about it, when you put it to paper, when you actually, you know, devote some brain power to it, three is an odd number. You, it, moron. you, you, it, you, 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 moron. you check the math. You do the science. It's an odd number. Okay. It comes after an even number. It comes before an even number. Yes. It's odd. Yes. So, you know, I, you know, I forgot about that, that an even number was on either side of it. That's the part that I, that I totally forgot, you know, but. So, th- all right, let me set a reminder here before mm-hmm. I get, you know, destroyed. Yes. This mock draft is, is an effort. A lot of the time to think what teams are trying to do. Correct. I left Indy thinking Arizona in this scenario, quarterback, quarterback, them on the clock. Mm-hmm. I left Indy thinking there's a there's a real chance they take Tyree Wilson at three. I really did. Um, obviously, I don't, I don't rank it that way. There's a lot to be figured out with Jalen Carter over these next two months, and, and I'm sure they'll be figured out. I think Will Anderson is the better prospect than Tyree Wilson, but... And I think Tyree Wilson's a really, really good player with an unbelievable ceiling. And I, I left Indy thinking that Arizona is this. There's a lot more debate to this pick than people would think. A lot of people would go, well, if Jalen Carter's, you know, having issues, it's Will Anderson. And mm-hmm. I, I think it could be Tyree Wilson. So I will go Tyree Wilson at three, the first defensive player off the board. Wow, man. I, I obviously you know my thoughts i'm not nearly as bullish on tyree wilson personally as like my own personal scouting as i am with there's w- with there's Will you me <laughs> the nfl correct yes seriously correct no it, it clearly the league likes to do i i like in this they're not the same player i'm not saying that they are this is this isn't a, this isn't a comp but i think you and i have talked about this before on this show Tyree Wilson is getting the Trayvon Walker type of treatment where you look at the tape, you look at how much potential he has, you look at what's actually been the production that we've seen over the last couple of years, and the NFL takes Trayvon Walker number one overall. And it just like, it, oh, it, it feels okay. as though, you know, we got to the point doing mock drafts last year where even though you and I liked Trayvon Walker, but I, even I, I think I had him outside of my top five edges or he ended up being number five for the edges for me. Like there just came a point to where when you're doing a predictive mock, if you didn't have Trayvon at number one, it was wrong. Like there's just, there's no point in being um, 
stubborn about it. So, man, I also heard this week that Tyree Wilson could potentially be the first defender off the board. Now, I don't know how much smoke that is, but hey, we're doing an exercise and we're researching what it might look like if that is the case. So, number four, Connor. You are you're on the clock, I promise. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yes. I just wanted to I wanted to double check with you there. You know, our guy is still here. <laughs> this I think I know where you're going, but there's a funny aspect to this. Our guy is still here for months now. We Half have been, a year. We Half have a year. We have been declaring that Will Levis is a Colt. He's on the board. And I'm not picking him. I thought I had a feeling I'm, I'm picking Anthony Richardson. I'm, I'm, I'm picking Anthony Richardson. Look, Can't argue. I, I understand people out there might be screaming at the car, uh, at their AirPods, at their computer speakers, wherever you guys are listening to this show. And they might say, what are you doing? We didn't learn anything from the combine. We already knew that Anthony Richardson was going to be athletic. I do think it's different. I think it's different when, all 32 NFL GMs and head coaches watch this guy in person, stand next to this guy in person, interview this guy in person. Um, and I think that makes it a lot harder to not try to take a chance on him. So for the Colts, they are, you have mentioned so many times, time and time again, Bowers a traits guy. A lot of the quarterbacks yeah. that he has tried to go after have been these big time traits guy. I think that's where he's going to look again in this draft. And if you are comparing Will Will Levis's traits versus Anthony Richardson's traits, Richardson hasn't beat out for as great of an arm as Levis has. Sure. And if you look at both of these quarterbacks, accuracy and decision making concerns are both there for them. You are going to have to improve both of these guys and their consistency. So if you're going to do that, do that with the one that might have the higher overall ceiling, one of the highest ceilings we have ever seen at the quarterback position. Uh, so I'm going to go with Richardson here at number four. Hard to disagree for me. You know, there's no comp, perfect comp playing right now in the league for Anthony Richardson. Mm -hmm. I know guys that have played, people look at Cam. I saw some Dante Culpepper. It's a tough player to come up with. But if you're looking for somebody in the league that you you think, okay, that could be the best of Anthony Richardson, I think it's Josh Allen. Yes. And they're not the same, but right? Like, that's the close... Like even the the weaknesses, like Josh Allen's a great player. He still makes mistakes. He's led still the league, reckless. Led the, led the league in turnover worthy plays this year. Led the league. Yeah, and he he's reckless. Um, where a lot of times that works out amazing for him, and sometimes it doesn't. And I think Richardson could be that kind of player. Ballard loved Josh Allen that year. Like, but when everybody didn't didn't mm -hmm. love Josh Allen, mm -hmm. Ballard like like it goes back to the process of traits and yep. development and ceiling out of that position. So five is the Seahawks in a yep. situation that I really think this can happen. The Seahawks are sitting here at five. They haven't moved. They're picking uh, because of the Russell Wilson trade in this spot. And Jalen Carter and Will Anderson are staring them in the face. We How many mocks have we done where neither of them were on the board? I would say every single one. Yeah, like not, at least 95% of the mock drafts that we've done. Neither of them have been on the board. And here we are. The Jalen Carter news comes out last week. Who knows how that's going to affect his stock? You know, you you end up taking Tyree Wilson over Will Anderson. But, man, I just I, – you saying it out loud like that has me shook. So what are you doing? It's Jalen Carter. And they are a franchise that has no fear of taking guys with question marks 
because they are talented. And this is how Pete Carroll and John Schneider have operated. Um, they've done it for a long time, and I, they have a need, an interior defensive line. They do. They have, if you look at their pass rush stable, it's been like overblown about them. Need, like they, yeah, they need help there. But what is Boye Mafe going to look like in year two, right? They had guys take steps this year. So I go with Jalen Carter and, and go, your, your defensive line just changed entirely. The whole thing just changed entirely. So Seattle, they're willing to take that risk, and it could pay off with a unique player that's an all-pro. Man. There's a way that I could I could make this next selection that makes the next two selections very easy. Yeah. I could pick Christian Gonzalez here at number six. Who I think I think Christian Gonzalez is going to be CB one off the board this year. And Let me just the lot the Lions are in on that the top of the corner market. All I heard all week was the top of the corner market for teams right now is Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Depending who you ask, Witherspoon, mm-hmm. Porter, and then like Banks, Camp Smith, they're really good, man. Like right. all those guys, but Gonzalez. Then there seems to just love the flavor of Witherspoon, that brash, sticky guy. Right. And, Por- and Porter Jr. is in there somewhere. Yeah. So I just wanted to get that in there for the Lions. Lions have a major corner need. And again, I could if I if I go Christian Gonzalez here, not to make the pick for you, but I would assume the next two picks after this would be Will Levis to the Raiders. It's easy. And then Will Anderson to the Falcons at eight. Will Anderson lasting until number eight to the Falcons seems in. Same. Yeah, I don't I don't love that. But I, things happen. But ultimately. I just can't I can't. The Lions need corner, but this cornerback class is so good. All res, all due respect to James Houston, the Lions would be taking Will Anderson here. Trevor, they pick at 18. Right. I know. And they, they're gonna have the, the, another opportunity to get a corner. A good so one. As, so as much as Christian Gonzalez would make for an easy mock draft over the next couple of picks, if Will Anderson's there at six, the Lions are picking Will Anderson. They're, they're gonna they're, they're picking Will Anderson. It'd be hard not to. So Anderson at six to the Lions. People are gonna look at this mock. Say we just took the screenshot right now. Bryce mm-hmm. Young, Stroud, Tyree Wilson, Anthony Richardson, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson. They're gonna be like, what? I think we're I think things have changed a lot because of the quarterbacks. Yes, indeed. This is this is fun. We haven't had this path yet. I know. Now seven, seven's actually a lot harder than than you would think. I am going to go Levis. I will be honest. Okay. The Raiders are a team that have done a ton of work into Devin Witherspoon. A ton. Mm. They are the Raiders understand that they are a borderline piss poor defense on the back end. And they need that attitude. They need a difference maker. Max Crosby, amazing player. They have some talent up there. But they need a leader in the secondary. And I know that they are, they view, I think they view Witherspoon that way, but they need a franchise quarterback. And if Levis fell to seven, they didn't have to move to get him. I do think that's the route they can go. We've heard everything out there with the Raiders from Jimmy G to Mac Jones to all these different things Mm -hmm. until the pro market passes us by. 
this is going to be a popular destination for Will Levis and rightly yeah. so. No, I, I agree. I agree. The Jimmy G stuff obviously is what we've heard a lot of lately. But even if you sign Jimmy G, what are they signing Jimmy G to? A two-year deal? You know? And he plays seven games this year? Uh, well, all right. Uh, we, honestly. I mean, well, you're, I, I hear you. I do. I hear you, though. We we certainly, we're, we're not wishing this guy gets hurt. But, like, guy's been hurt. Guy's been banged up. Just kind of is what it is. So, like, even if they, even if they sign Jimmy G, drafting will levis would actually make that an advantageous situation because then he could sit that's a that's good building of a quarterback room is what that is so you're taking levis at seven falcons at eight again if will anderson would have been left on the board he'd be a target for him i i think it's just insane even with the quarterback frenzy at the top to think that anderson would last until eight crazy things happen in the nfl draft all the time but that just that just shouldn't be so had to have him go at number six eight you know, our early on in the week, uh, of course, we put out a YouTube short that you guys can see. I was trying to maybe read between the lines a little bit with Terry Fontenot saying how much he loved nickel corners, um, how much he loved guys from Georgia. And uh, Brian Branch, a guy from Georgia who plays nickel very, very well. Uh, he, I don't think Brian Branch tested enough to where it really tempts you to take him at number eight. Still a phenomenal football player. I don't want to I don't want to take that away from him, but. I feel like this is Christian Gonzalez, right? I I feel like this yeah. is the area in which Christian Gonzalez would be on one side, AJ Terrell is on the other. You've got an incredible, incredible cornerback duo. And there's just not maybe Lucas Van Ness, but there's not really a pass rusher that tempts me here more than them getting Christian Gonzalez. So yeah, I think that's you where gotta, I would go. Maybe you spend a little bit of extra money in free agency, try to attack some some uh, veteran pass rushers that might be hitting the the market in free agency, uh, and then you spend that number eight pick on something in the secondary. So I'm gonna go Christian Gonzalez at eight. That's where I would have gone as well, and that brings uh, brings me back to Chicago at nine. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't think this is a bad scenario for them. I, I really don't. All the O linemen on the board. All the O linemen are on the board. If that's the route they want to go. They can take any wide receiver of their choosing at nine. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? This is this is. He's struggling, folks. No, I know what I want to do. He's he's overwhelmed. I know he's, what I should do. He's fighting. I am between, overwhelmed. He's fighting between his heart and his head. Yeah, I am. Okay, then I'll I'll lay it out. Okay, please. My head tells me to take Devin Witherspoon. Because okay. he's the he's the best defensive player on the board by a pretty wide margin here. My heart tells me to take Jackson Smith and Jake. All that matters is the development of your quarterback. You have 9,000 picks now in these next two years. Oh, man. I would I will say they did go corner safety to in the second round last year. I know. And obviously they like they've got Jalen Johnson too. My thing for the Bears is in this spot, and this is this is a good outline of why there's risk trading back to nine. They need help in the front seven. I don't love taking any of the front seven players left in the top ten here. I don't. I there's things I like about Miles Murphy and Lucas Van Ness. Oh, okay. When you yeah, yeah, okay. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, if if you want to have it, Smith and Jigba on the board, I, I was wondering if you were going to decide between wide receiver and O-line because they have their pick of the litter, like with Roger Johnson or Paris Johnson Jr. or Peter Skronsky. I So I, I think ultimately, if you're not going to take Witherspoon because you like your secondary, 
Mm-hmm. And as much as I would love to take Jackson Smith and Jigba, I still would be surprised if they took a wide receiver in the top 10. Well, especially with these extra picks, right? That's the difference. The first tackle off the board for me then goes to the Bears, and it's not Peter Skaronsky. <gasps> it's Paris Johnson Jr. All right, that's fair. It's fair. I mean, this dude came in to the combine, and the measurements are just out of this world. Out of this world. His his arms are 36th and an eighth. <laughs> yeah, man, Dewan Jones got like the longest offensive tackle duo <laughs> arm length we've ever seen. Six, six, and three eighths, 313 pounds. I, I mean, he's built in a lab as a as an offensive tackle. Yeah. And that's was... huge for Justin Fields. And hey, Justin Fields knows him pretty well. Like there's no there, yeah, there's no even relationship building in that area. So the Bears. Witherspoon was on the table. Jackson Smith and Jigba was on the table. I ultimately go with the premium position of tackle and get Paris Johnson. I think that's smart, especially because, again, we talked about how deep of a cornerback class is. If they want corners, they got extra second-round ammo now to be able to hit that. If they want wide receiver, they got extra second-round ammo to be able to hit that. Exactly. Pick 33. Right. I think you came to the right conclusion there at nine. Eagles at 10. Couldn't sprint this bad boy in any faster. Oh, man. Yeah, Devon Witherspoon sitting here at number 10. And he often is in mock draft scenarios, yeah, right? Sometimes This is always kind of it. Yeah. Go to number six with the Lions. Sometimes he goes to number eight with the Falcons. But uh, if he is there at number 10, I mean, he feels like their guy. If they let James Bradbury walk, certainly this is a pre-free agency mock draft. If they let James Bradbury walk. You got <laughs> you got Darius Slay on one side, Devon Witherspoon on the other. I mean, if Devon Witherspoon is your CB2, you got a hell of a CB duo, whoever you are, no matter what team. So I'm going to go with Witherspoon here at number 10. Eagles aren't afraid of drafting those uh, shorter cornerbacks either, letting those feisty, really talented shorter corners play. And so it just feels like it's the perfect spot for him. So Witherspoon to 10 to the Eagles. That was pretty easy. So the Titans, it's two simple things for me here. It's just a matter of if they think Peter Skaronsky can play tackle. Mm-hmm. Or if they take Broderick Jones. And Man, Jones tested well. Yeah, he's a freak show. He really is. I. This is tough, man. There are going to be teams that I don't, full transparency, I don't know the Titans' thresholds. I mean, Rand Carthen's been there for what, like three weeks? I don't, I don't know their thresholds. So Talent-wise or pro-readiness tells me Skaronsky. A guy that will check every box for every offensive line coach and staff is Broderick Jones because that arm length. I'll go like... with Skaronsky here. Okay. I wouldn't be floored if this if this changes at some okay. point. Or it could change. All right. So that was that was a good debate there because I, it, and it's funny that you said that. I probably would have went with Broderick Jones even though I love Skaronsky. Um, but I think it is up in the air. I think it's I think it's a coin flip. So you're going with the guy who I mean, let's face it, I think has the better tape. He just doesn't have the arm length. Doesn't That's have it. the overall athleticism. So actually, Skaronsky tested decently well, didn't he? Skaronsky, there's this weird thing where people think Skaronsky is not athletic, and I I don't understand. Let's see, uh, Skaronsky, where are we at here? Uh, he had the second highest broad jump. His second highest broad jump, five one six forty yard dash. It's fine. What was the ten yard split? What we get? What we get out of the box? One seven five. It's right where you want. He has an eight point eight nine RAS. Oh, great. Matt, shout out at Math Bomb. Kent does such a good job posting Dope. those cards. Indeed. Here's where Skaronsky was at, Trevor. Yeah, you had the 518 unofficial, mm-hmm. 10 yard 175. Vert was 34 and a half. That's, almost, that's a, like a phenomenal metric. And the broad, yeah. 9 7. So he, um, he tested really well. 
good football player certified yep. certified stamp houston Texans on the clock here at number 12 remember we had them trading up from number two to number one but they didn't have to give up number 12 we had them taking bryce young at number one uh i am i i am having them go to the wide receiver well i'm um, mm. not really i'm not really thinking twice about this one uh quentin johnston is my guy uh after look I had Quinn Johnson as wide receiver two after Jordan Addison going into the week. Addison is smaller than I thought and did not test as well as I thought he was going to still a great route runner, still a good wide receiver. Quinn Johnson's the guy that you bet on 100%. He's got the size. He's got the athleticism. And I, I really do believe that he was held back by quarterback play this past year. All respect, all due respect to Max Duggan. But I think he's, I think Quentin Johnson is going to be a better pro. I think he's going to be wide receiver one in Houston. So we're going wide receiver here. We're getting the top guy to choose from in this year's class. So Bryce Young, Quentin Johnson, the new pair for the Houston Texans. The Jets at 13. You know where we're going here. Broderick Jones. This is really, if the Titans took Broderick, the Jets take Skaronsky. The Jets, realistically at 13, are looking at whatever of the three top offensive linemen are left. And in that scenario, it's Broderick Jones, incredible uh, athlete. Funny, Trevor, he came in bigger than his Georgia listing. How often do you see that? Ooh, you never see that. No, you never see that. I think he's actually taller. So he runs the fastest 40 out of O-line, 497. The Jets are obsessed with athleticism on their offensive line. ABT was like a 9.99 RAS. Becton was a freak at his size. Um, he He jumped pretty well. I want to find his size. Okay, so he came in at 6'5 and 3'8. He was listed at 6'4. And he he had a 9.39 RAS as it stands. So Broderick Jones, great athlete, and Jets need help there. So no-brainer. Are you locking in on him being the Jets pick? I feel like you are. I feel like we've gravitated that way. That yeah. He, that he could be that he could be a Jet. It's like just playing the game of which one of the three are there, and that's who they take. That's fair. That's fair, too. Patriots at number 14, they'd love to give Ooh, them... Oh, I should drop in. I am not convinced the Jets are trading that pick for Aaron Rodgers, by the way. What, the first round of this year? Yeah. Oh, no. Lord, okay. no. I see it. Like, every time people... No, 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 no. I think the Jets really want Aaron Rodgers. I'm convinced they will do everything possible to make sure that pick is not in the trade because they want it to take an offensive lineman to protect him. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And okay. Also, who's like it, it if a first round pick's getting dealt, it's not the, this year's from the Jets. I'd be floored if it was this year's from Me the too. Jets. Because there's Me too. way too much money that you still have to pay Rodgers, even if you work something out with Green Bay where you're splitting some of it. If well, he just, and he picks where he goes. Yeah. And if you're if you're getting the deal done before the draft, that means that you can't do if you're getting the deal done before this year's draft in order for it to include this year's first round pick, you can't make the trade post June one. Therefore, like the money is like horrible for the green Bay Packers, horrible for the Packers. If they do that on the cap. Yeah. At least if I remember that correctly. So I think if, there's, right. if there's any, premium pick first second round pick that's getting dealt for Rodgers. it's next year's anyways i don't think the packers are getting this pick even if rogers is on the jets so that's a good note to bring up but yeah patriots sitting here at number 14 they also need an offensive tackle i think i'm gonna give them one. Oh, i think 
Lucas Van Ness is on the board, though. Who are you going to take a tackle? Anton Harrison. Okay. Which I haven't be, seen him in the first round yet. Which would be early. Which would be early I for him. I think so. This is a tough board. See, see the, the Patriots are a team that could really, you could think about them trading up. Or they could do the vintage Bill Belichick and trade back. Or, or, I, I look at Joey Porter here. Let me look at the depth chart. Oh, I mean, okay. Their corner right now locked into contract is Jalen Mills. Stud. Jonathan Jones is a free agent. Locked down. They have Jack Jones, of course. Future, who is really, free, really good as a rookie. McCourty's a free agent. That's Stud. secondary. They're going to take, I think they're going to take a corner. Miles Bryant, elite. Sean Wade, high recruit. Oh, man. What a trajectory <laughs> that was. Marcus Jones, electric. At returning the football. Yeah, they definitely. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, Joey Porter Jr. I, I, I kind of walked into that one. <laughs> Joey Porter Jr. it is. You don't re- It's a sneaky one. It is sneaky. You're like, oh, wait, this is really bad back it here, and sneaky. they are obsessed with drafting and signing corners. All right, you're up with the Packers at 15. Packers at 15. I, I, I get it. I get it. They only take big wide receivers. I get it. And this guy's not even small. Do you think there's a chance they take Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba? No. I know. It's so stupid. No. No, I don't. I don't either because there's no history telling us that they will. No. It feels like Green Bay is one of the teams that's um, most firm on their thresholds. And I feel like they only take big, fast receivers. Mm. I don't know what the exact threshold numbers are. Off the no, I know. Head. Lucas Van Ness would be there, would, would would absolutely be in their wheelhouse, by the way. Yes. If, if if he was on the board for you, for them. I think so. And I think they can get a tight end in round two. Yeah. Because I know that's been popular for them. They, they have their 45, pick, so. They have their pick of the litter here. I'll take Van Ness. That's probably smart. Yeah. Van Ness at 15 to Green Bay. Him and Rashawn Gary. Kind of freaky. All right, what are you doing to me here with the with Washington? Oh man, what are well, we, what are we doing here? Yeah, this is tricky. Um, they Deontay need inter- Banks, maybe they need interior O line. They need corner. They need offensive tackle. I'd still think about Anton Harrison. I still think about Darnell Wright. But I, th- I. I you see, in my head, those guys are more comfortable like back end of the first round guys. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's a premium position. If these teams think that they need a premium position, they're probably going to take a chance on one. Deontay Banks is good, though. He's real good. I think it's probably between Banks and... Probably Banks and Torrance, but at that point, I think you pick Banks. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, we're going with Deontay Banks. I don't mean to sound not stoked about it, because that's dope. Deontay Banks, insane athlete. One of the best cover corners in this class. Been telling y'all. And I think he tested incredibly. So even if the ball skills aren't exactly what you think or what you want them to be, he's still a phenomenal corner. So yeah, Banks is 16. 
So the Steelers are on the clock at 17. They have the 32nd pick in this draft because of the Chase Claypool trade. So keep that in mind here. Man, this one, this one's really tough, Trev. Because because Joey Porter Jr. is off the board. Because <laughs> he's off the board. They could use a tackle. Yeah. They could use a corner. Just go back to back. Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh first round connections. Oh, you thinking Kalaja Kansi here? I mean, maybe. It's fun. Him next to Hayward would be fun. It would be a lot of fun. That would be fun. This is a really brutal spot for them. Like it's it's as much as I like him, it's too early for DJ Turner. Mm-hmm. Oh, Branch is a good player, but they don't need that kind of player. Way too early right here. for DJ Turner, in my opinion. Man, I think it might be Darnell Wright. Okay. But what is but he's a true right tackle. Tennessee tried the left tackle experiment. Yeah, the, but um um Chuck O'Corfor played left tackle at Western Michigan. So you flip him over. So you could yeah, you could you could easily flip him. He's played left before. Wright tried to play left, and I don't think that he was very good at it. But no, cool. no, they moved him back. But O'Corfor was the better of the tackles, anyways, for Pittsburgh. And you could flip him back over to left tackle. I'm gonna take right. And I know it seems early. It's even a, it's a little early for me, but the tackles are going to go. And, and in my opinion, he's the guy that makes the most sense for the Steelers. Gives them size, gives them strength. He's battle-tested. Played really well against Brzee and Will Anderson. I'm going to go with Darnell Wright at 17. Mm, Lions picked Will Anderson at 6. Now they're sitting here at 18. I was hoping to get Deontay Banks. I mm. played myself. You played, your, you played yourself. You played, played myself. Yep. Fortunately for them. There's another secondary player that's still on the board that uh, Dan Campbell's absolutely going to love. Hold on, let me check the depth chart. Let me make sure that there's not some hidden gem that I'm forgetting about. No, it makes sense. Yeah, we're picking Brian Branch. Yeah, we're absolutely we are we are slamming home the selection of Brian Branch. Detroit Lions coming away with Will Anderson, and Brian Branch. What a first round! You love to see it. Lions we just, we took we took the two best players from Alabama's defense again. Insanity. Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes. If you need consulting, hit us up in the YouTube comments. Smash subscribe. Trigger those notifications. <laughs> what is it when uh, super chat? Super chat us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the super chat. Hit the super Brad chat. Brad Holmes with the super chat for five dollars. <laughs> Who should I take at six? <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. That'd be so good. The Bucks at 19. This is where I have to phone a friend here, buddy. I mean, come on. <laughs> nah, phone's dead. Uh phone's dead. Don't pick <laughs> up. I, I'm leaning Miles Murphy here. Um, I'll tell you who they'd pick at 19 if he's still here. Uh Nolan Smith. I forgot about Nolan. If Nolan Smith is here, 100 percent They'd they'd take Nolan Smith. All right, we'll go with Nolan Smith. Freakish combine, sub four, four forty. He's healthy. He's small. Er. Than your typical edge. I, I always say it. I like what he does off the ball better than as a true rusher. Mm-hmm. Who did you want to pick? Sorry, I, I was Miles Murphy. Yeah, they, Bull, they... Bulls always loves these big ends. Yeah, but they took um the Houston kid. Yeah, they took Logan Hall last year. I don't think that they'd take Miles Murphy. Just keep doing the same thing over and over again. No, yeah, I don't. I don't think they would do that. I'm trying All to. Right, we'll go with we'll go with Nolan Smith and Giskit. 
true dynamite athleticism. Yeah, and Nolan Smith, I think I think he's locked into the top 20. I know we picked him at number 19 here. And, you know, it's you, you kind of have habits that you form with mock traps when you do so many of them. And, of course, you we're for, trying you to forget. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to, like, take the combine into account and all that stuff. And, and we're switching some things, but you do. I think, look, I think Nolan Smith's in play at 10. Right. Like I, I think that he's going to be in play for the yeah, Eagles if the board doesn't so rich for me the right way for him. But ultimately, I personally think he's a top 20 lock. I don't think they're going to I don't think the NFL is going to let a football player this athletic and this passionate about the game of football get out of the top 20. That's just my thoughts. So yeah. Bucks getting Nolan Smith there at number 19 puts the Seattle Seahawks up at number 20. Jalen Carter. Pretty good ad. Ooh. All right. So. We got Jalen Carter at five. Man, they could. Osiris Torrance. Boom. I feel like back-to-back trenches, not the worst thing in the world for Seattle. Trying to look at some other selections here. What about Darnell Washington? Oh, at 20? You think he's going 20? Did you watch the combine? No, what happened? <laughs> I think, look, I've long thought that Darnell Washington was a top 50 lock. You've always said this. You I've, said he was the best tight end of Georgia all along. <laughs> tight end, look, I said it in summer scouting. Arik Gilp, I mean, uh, Darnell Washington. <laughs> oh, man. Tight end one. All right, so... I know uh, I would do here if I was Seattle, but I am not. Would you pick Jack Smith and Jigba? Every single time. This is the <sighs> easiest draft pick in the world. Man, you son of a DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith and Jigba in the slot, Kenneth Walker in the backfield, Gino back on a deal. All right. Defensive line. All right, I'll do but it. We're doing it what we think they will do, not what we would do. They could super chat us if they wanted if they want that advice. All right, I'll go JSN. Okay. You did the fun route. I don't think. Well, I'm I'm trying to. Well, Seattle. Okay, wait, hold on. Did you already click JSN for twenty? No. Okay, good. I knew you were. You. It was the least confident thing ever. Because ah, all right, I'll go JSN. Did Jackson Smith and Jigba play another sport growing up? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know because Pete Carroll's Definitely. obsessed with that stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. How about Sauce? By the way, did you hear that? No, what did he say? said he was a total weirdo, basically, Pete Carroll. He said he's a close talker. Oh, yeah, he did say the Seattle thing was weird, didn't he? said it was he? the most uncomfortable interview he had. That's kind of funny. It, it actually was really <laughs> funny. Sauce is unbelievable. Oh, man. I'm scrolling here. I'm trying to find answers. I'm searching my soul. I'm seeing which player speaks to me. What about what about Dalton Kincaid? Oh God, dude! Oh, you're not into it. If Dalton Kincaid goes in the top twenty before Darnell Washington and Michael Mayer, did Dalton Kincaid <laughs> play, play basketball? other sports? I'm Googling this right now. Did he play other sports? Come on. I'm sure he did. Come on. He's a 
good athlete. Kincaid hails from the great state of Nevada and grew up focusing most of his attention on the game of basketball. I'm picking Dalton Kincaid at 20, and there's nothing you can do to tell me otherwise. You're up at number 21. Oh, my God. Hey, I'll give credit go, where it's due. There you go, Pete. Yep. That pickup basketball game in the offseason yeah, is going to yeah. look a lot better now, uh, buddy. Dalton Kincaid at 20 to Seattle. The Chargers are on the clock at 21. They need wide receiver. They could use a little help on defense. I don't know if it's as cut and dried. I feel like they always need a vertical guy. Of course. Right? Do. Yeah. That makes it so annoying. Like, I feel like I'm a total madman if I take Jalen Hyatt here. But once again, I'm not trying to do what I would do. I'm trying to do what these teams think of. What other teams would do. Let's I'm see. going to take, take Jalen Hyatt. Hold on. Let's see. Chargers draft history. Hold on. Let's see. Let's do a little digging. Let's see if we got anything here. Zion Johnson last year. JT Woods in the third. Isaiah Spiller in the fourth. Yikes. Rayshon Slater, Asante Samuel Jr., Josh Palmer. Okay, that's good. Well. What? If Palmer was better, we wouldn't be in this issue we're currently sitting in. Okay, but yes. fair. Okay, fair. That's fair. Man, Thank they you. don't they don't pick wide receivers early. They do no, not and that's how they got receivers. here. By the way, they picked Mike Williams in the first round in 2017. Yeah, that's early. Man, Josh Palmer had a sneaky 769 yards last year. Mm, sneak. If Chargers fans come from my head and say, "Hey, he's actually really good now," I will apologize. I did not expect that. I saw him make some plays, but almost 800 yards. I thought he was fine. Fine. I feel like the thing with the Chargers all the time was like, man, if they only had another third, that third wide receiver to stretch the field. Well, they need they need like a field stretcher. I don't yeah. know if Palmer's that. He could be productive, but I don't know if he's that. Man, they'd love a they'd love a they'd love a guy in the interior. I just don't I don't know if anybody's there, right? Like even if, even if you want to do, be spicy with Adetamiwa Adabuare, I'm taking Hyatt just so you know. Okay, all right. Okay, he already he already clicked it, folks. He can't go back. I did now. I'm taking Hyatt. <laughs> I know he was expected to run even better than he did, and I know he was 176. The tape is the tape. The guy can fly on the field. I think he's got tracking. This is, and I once again, I like plenty. Of, I like quite a few receivers more than him, but this is how the draft goes. Ravens at 22. Man, this is a team where everything could just be in a totally different place in two months, right? Oh, yeah. I mean... 100%. You were right about that. But right now, I think we operate like Lamar Jackson is the quarterback and will be the quarterback. I might tell you the opposite. Okay. Okay. That's, that's a fun way of looking at it. I I, I don't think Lamar is going to be back with the Ravens. I mean, they and don't they, even appear close. And like, they even, if they, even if they franchise tag him, I don't, I don't know if he's going to say I'm not playing. But it's not like they take a quarterback. I don't think you're going to take a quarterback because there's not one to be had. It feels like he's getting the non-exclusive tag and somebody's going to be able to give him an offer. So they've got Odafe away. They have David Ojabo that they drafted last year. Man, it's right, Ojabo. Right, 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 right. Big bonus. They have Travis Jones. Even though the 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 guys up front are getting a little bit older, they do have Travis Jones. Probably going to lose Marcus Peters. Probably going to lose Kyle Fuller. 
Marlon Humphrey's on one side. Definitely in the corner. Oh, what about Cam Smith? I normally have not put Cam Smith in the first round. We talked about how good of a combine he had. But he did have a good combine. And, like, so, like, Clark Phillips is normally who I'd feel comfortable putting here, but Clark just did not have a good combine. He, loved he's not po- going in the first like, round. Loved his podium. Don't get me wrong. But nah, he didn't test well. Came he's not in going in the first round. Super small arms. He's only an outside corner on his tape. I'm basically thinking Jackson Smith and Jigba or Cam Smith. Here. Cam Smith. Okay. If I if I can guide your uh, your hand a little bit with things I heard with Baltimore. Okay. Cam Smith it is. Cam Smith at 22. Yep. They will look for a fast, long corner in that spot. Um, so Cam Smith comes off the board. Mm-hmm. And good for Cam, man. Ran well. Good for yep. Cam Smith. Yep. 23, the Vikings, because the slide has to stop. I will be taking Miles Murphy here. Ooh, okay. The Vikings uh, could have questions on the edge, and Murphy can really kick along any de- li- uh, alignment on the defensive line. So Miles mm-hmm. Murphy is just such a – he's a freak in terms of his athleticism and size and movement, and the Vikings need help in that front seven. So they they take BPA on defense. I'm looking up something through the Jags because I've already moved on. No, please. I we think... will. Uh... I'm looking at Ringo, and I don't think Ringo is a man. I don't know. I don't know how in I'd be on Ringo as a first rounder. I'm not, but I'm it's not close. either. I'm not either. Where else would the Jags go? Let's operate like Evan Ingram goes back and then they avoid the tight end market. Well, they franchise tagged him. They did franchise him. Yeah. So he is so back. He, so he's going to have a say in the matter. Right. So there's not a, there's not anything to like tempt them there. He signed Brandon Scherf. I guess they could upgrade along the offensive line, depending on what happens with Juwan Taylor. They might have a tackle need. They'd like to this get is got, This is kind of a sneaky DJ Turner, like conversation starter. You think DJ's going first round? No, but I think it's we're going to get to the point where he's going a lot earlier than people think. Maybe, but I'm I think he's going just, top 50. I just can't get there. This Reset. board's not the prettiest thing right now. Because they, they're going to release Shaq Griffin, like straight up. Like, yes. That was the, the report that we got. So I, mm, you don't like to pigeonhole yourself for needs? No, you don't. I mean, hell, why don't you just say Kalaja Kansi? And if that's the case, I don't think they take Kansi. He's not going to be for everyone. I'll go Ringo. I'm going to take Keely Ringo. Okay. I'll take Keely Ringo here at 24. I don't this think that's board, like egregious. This board did not break well for the Jags. Well, this um, one gets harder. I, I thought I thought about Jordan Addison. I thought about Jackson Smith and Jigba, but they're good at wide receiver now. Well, Marvin Jones is a free agent. Yeah, but they have. They got Zay, Zay Jones. Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. And Calvin Ridley. Oh, Calvin Ridley. Trevor, every time. Trevor, I you do it, idiot. I, I do it every you time. You moron. This is the first time I remembered and you, you didn't. You do it for a living. All right, yeah, they're good. I'm glad Then I'm uh, confident. Keely Ringo as your CB2. That's fine. You got Tyson Campbell on one side, Keely Ringo on the other. I'm good. I'm chilling. Giants, Ridley. amazing situation. 
sprint that Jackson Smith and Jigba card in. Get yourself some wide receiver talent. Gut feeling he doesn't make it here, but also there's a chance. There's absolutely a chance. And I think they would consider Jordan Addison in this spot as much as he did not have the week he had hoped to. But we'll go Jackson Smith and Jigba for the Giants who desperately need a wide receiver. Did hear that uh, doing a lot of background to get Wink some corner help, but this did not break that way at all. So you look day two for that. Dallas on the board here, 26. Uh, apparently they're, I don't know, doing whatever they can to bring Tony Pollard back. I don't know. If, I don't know what that means for Ezekiel Elliott. We've talked about Bijan Robinson being a spot here before. Uh, maybe it happens, but, but I think I like Zay Flowers here. I do too. A lot. Yeah, I, I really I, do. I think, I think Jerry's going to be in on Zay. I think Jerry's going to be very in on Zay Flowers. So I'm going to go, I'll, I'll go Flowers here at 26. I don't think, I don't think running back until free agency sorts itself out. I don't think running back was tempted a little bit by Kalai Jacansi to add to the D line, get some juice in there. But ultimately I think they really want a wide receiver. I do. And uh, so we'll have Zay going here. All right. So I know everybody's listening at this point in the pod mm -hmm. and they probably think I'm taking B. John Robinson to the Bills every single time. And I mm. get the thought. I do. Mm. And I he wouldn't does. argue against you. Mm -hmm. But I am actually going to take Dewan Jones here at this spot. Ooh. I think they want to upgrade at that right tackle spot. Ooh. I think they are in on offensive line. Okay. Listen, I, maybe he'll get a chance to compete. But in all, in all honesty, I do not like what I've seen from Spencer Brown protecting the right side for Josh Allen so far. So I, right. I'm going to go with DeWan Jones and just get a, a total mammoth of a human, by the way. 6'8", 374, 87 and 7'8 wingspan. I mean, just out of this world. He moves well at that size, too. It's pretty shocking. So the Bills take a offensive tackle here. And I think the and I probably would have made that pick for the Bengals next. By the way, twenty eight Bengals are up. They have. I feel like my top two guys ish for the Bengals realistically are both still on the board here. Is Anton Harrison one of them? Anton Harrison's one of them. Let me try to get the other one. Okay. All right. Okay. I can mm. give you hints. I can give you hints if you want. That kind of crapped out on me quick. This is pretty tougher than I thought. I knew you like Harrison there. Yep. They're apparently going to lose Jesse Bates in free agency, according to reports. Uh, they for I I I heard that it was not close with that. Not close, but then, not were... recently. I heard this a while ago. Okay, it was just not close at all between them. When you lived in Cincinnati, uh, yeah. Mm. People forget when I, when I literally could have thrown a baseball like at the stadium. That's how close I lived to the stadium. Are you thinking out of Boire? No. Okay. Go ahead. But we will get out of off the board soon here, I think. Um, my hint. Do you want a hint? Do you want to keep guessing or do you want me to just say it? No, you could say it. Okay. Darnell Washington. Duh. How did I like how did I not? I think I'm going Darnell here. I love it. I think I'm going I can't Darnell. get enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. This will be my favorite team in the AFC besides the Jets if they make this pick. And it's not <laughs> even it's not even close. Complete alien, folks. Complete alien. Jamar okay. Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, Darnell Washington. Trent, I, Ner I, Trent Irwin. 
trying to uh, oh my god <laughs> six foot seven 264 pounds remember okay. when betting opened up in the state of ohio and one of your first bets was like an Irwin catch for like six yards <laughs> why would you bring that up and it was think, the one it was the one game that that he, it was the one game he didn't make a catch one no, game. i know it was the one game he didn't make a catch good intro to betting it's fun it's really fun Darnell Washington, the Bengals, I think is one of the best picks in this mock draft. Betting is fun. Okay, you're up, to, you're up with the the New Orleans Saints. You mentioned a player who I feel like would be very good for the Saints. Adeboire? Yeah. He would be. I'm pretty torn right now between Adeboire, a little bit of Cansey, mm-hmm. because that would be a little off the board for them, something they don't have, in my opinion. So they I have can't. I think they'd pick Adebore before they'd pick Cansey. So Davenport is a free agent, right? Carl Granderson's good. Cam Jordan is just a total wonder at this age, but mm-hmm. you know it's not going to be forever. Mm-hmm. They have uh Passignon, 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 Passignon. Got Peyton Turner. Isn't that bizarre to think about? It's not good yeah. to say that, by the way, about. Well, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that I mean, like they need edge, but. If, if they're picking anything along D line, I think they're picking interior defensive line, which is why I think that Adeboire is in their wheelhouse. He's like a big edge. They also need wide receiver, but they do. They also need Derek Carr. I wonder if they move on from Michael Thomas. Yes. And Jarvis Landry. Like both. That, that relationship has been. Right. So then. Oh, man. Oh, this is hell. Nice. Yeah. Played myself. Sweet. <laughs> this is brutal. Totally brutal. I really want to take Cansey. I want to take Adeboire. I feel like there's a butt coming up. The wide receiver point's good, but I just how much did it, Addison really hurt himself this week? You think he's just small, man. He's small and not overly fast. He's just really small. Yeah, I thought he was going to be way faster than that. What was his forty? What did it end up being? Like a was it a four or five? Um, hold on, I can tell you in a second. The unofficial I thought was four five four. Oh boy, we're scrolling here. Four four nine. He's fine. That's that's fine. He's fine. Would have liked to see it faster, but whatever. Yeah, Dude, man, how, did, how did Tyler yeah. Scott run a four four four? How about me beating you we, out with the Hyatt pick? Yeah, and they been, both ran in the four We've been duped. They both ran in the four four. Jalen Hyatt ran a four four four, and I was like, "Good night, Connor. I win." And then Tyler Scott's like, "Yeah, Trev, watch me walk backwards and do this thing. Watch me stick the middle finger straight up in the air for all forty yep. yards, Trev." All right, I'll get it back on track. I'm yep. going with Cansey. Okay. They're, uh, it's it's time's a flat circle. They draft Sheldon Rankins again. No, I'm just kidding, but kind of not. <laughs> Rankins is a good player. He is he a good player. The, he was just on the Jets the last two years instead. Well, add it to me while Adabari doesn't have to wait very long. Mm, yeah, we know they like athletic D-line on, in Philadelphia. Eagles at number 30. I got them with Devon Witherspoon at number 10, and we're picking an absolute freak show of athleticism with Adabari. What that one player. makes that one for, makes a lot of sense for him to get to thirty. I mean, like he is a Philadelphia Eagle all the way. I think if he makes it thirty, do you realize That's we're cool. running into a, a bit of an issue? 
Why? Because B. John Robinson's not off the board? Yeah. Well. I'm not doing it here. I was going to say, well. <laughs> I am taking. One of the champs need. Just one of the best playmakers out of the backfield we've seen over the last half decade. I know, but they, they don't need that. They don't. Connor, look at me. I have to do this. They don't need anything. They don't need anything. They don't need anything. Now, offensive tackle, maybe. But I thought, well, Wiley, the, I thought Wiley played better as the year went on. There's that and the whole Orlando Brown trade yeah. rumors, but I'm not really buying into that. I think what makes sense here, honestly, is if they don't re-sign Juju, Jordan Addison makes sense here. Yeah, because then you play him in the slot. Then you play him in the slot. I'm going to say that Juju or Nicole Hardman or both get paid somewhere else and they take Jordan Addison. Okay. All right. And now we are in round two and B. John Robinson is on the board. And maybe people are angry. Where would we have took him? I I don't know. People would tell you the Eagles at 30. That's what they would tell you. Okay, maybe, but the maybe. Eagles the Eagles don't spend their premium picks on running backs. They also really like Kenny Gainwell, by the way. Yeah, the, the the Eagles the Eagles built the incredible roster that they did by not doing that. Now some players are outliers, and um, so Beachon Robinson, unbelievable football player, he could be in the conversation there. But I agree with you, Bijan is gonna go somewhere in the first round of this draft. But as I am, as we are going through a mock draft. There's just so many other premium Didn't positions happen. that we would pick over him. Like, these are places where I could see B. John Robinson going. Aid to the Falcons. Um, but they have Algier. 14 to the Patriots, but probably not. They have too many other big needs. If the Lions really don't believe in Swift, which I'm skeptical on, maybe right. There's no way at 18. But I, but I don't year. think they take him at 18. Yeah, I don't think so either. Ravens at 22, but how much do they? Would you have to not believe in J.K. Dobbins for that? To it's be the not case? on the table for the Bucks at 19. It shouldn't be. They need. Too I many agree. Things. It shouldn't be. I think they need too many other things. I think the team just okay. needs too many other things. So it's like, look, 25. If Saquon goes elsewhere. There's there's a chance they pick Bijan over a wide receiver that's going to be left at 25, right? Yeah, that's an odd, right? I know they didn't take Saquon, but that is like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because because if you have to if you have to franchise tag Daniel Jones, let's say a deal doesn't get done and you got to franchise tag Daniel Jones because you don't want him hitting free agency. You're probably you're risking you're going to risk it with Saquon because if you guys haven't if you guys have not figured out a deal yet then he's going to test the open waters. So if he tests the open waters, if somebody's giving him more money, he's a running back. He needs the guaranteed money. He's going to go take it elsewhere. At that point, they could potentially take Bijan Robinson. Cowboys, we talked about being a potential option for them, although I feel like that's less likely than I did a couple of weeks ago. Bills maybe at twenty seven, but I agree they have needs in the trenches and needs a slot receiver. They just took it, James Cook in round two last year. Right, right. That would that would trump that. Eagles maybe at thirty, but again, I, maybe. I, I I don't think that that's how they've built their team. And then are the Chiefs going to take another running back in the first round after getting burnt by Clyde Edwards-Helaire? No, probably Something not. They need to. So here we are with Bijan still at the board at the beginning of round two. Thirty-two. Pittsburgh Steelers on the board thanks to the Chase Claypool trade. We have them taking Darnell Wright at number 17. Ooh. 
Who's left at corner? Ooh. Will Tyreek Stevenson action? Mm. Could. You Could. Seem to, you seem to think that DJ Turner is going to be a top 50 pick? I like him better than Stevenson. I like Garrett Williams, but I don't think, I don't know if he's going to. Not necessarily, though, right? I don't think he's going this high. Emmanuel Ford was too skinny. The it's Gumby not, I mean, of the draft. Sorry. Hmm. Oh, Brian Brzee's also still here. Yeah, which isn't all that shocking, right? No, 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 no. It's not. But it's but... it's intriguing, I think. Oh, Mozzie Smith's still here too. I think I'm going either Mozzie Smith or Brian Brzee. I'm gonna go Brzee. I, I would too. I, I don't even think that one's too close. Okay. All I right, know people I'm... really like Mozzie Smith. I think our show was lower on him than the general consensus. Yeah, I mean the tape's super hot and cold, right? Super I, we're just, hot and cold. You know, it's 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 trying. We're trying to do a predictive mock, obviously. And yep. So yep. I think the Brazil. NFL is higher on Mozzie Smith than than this show hmm. was. So. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So the Bears are back on the clock because of the trade at the start of the show. You're welcome, Bears fans. Yes, you are welcome because you have Paris Johnson at nine. You are now picking at thirty three. Mm-hmm. And you got Bijan Robinson, which is really one hell of a scenario for you. I mean, wow, I didn't right? think of that. Like, good they're lord, letting, they're letting Montgomery walk, right? Yeah, and I know. Um, oh my god, Cleo Herbert, Cleo, thank you. Jeez, mm-hmm. brain fry. No, I got you. Looks really good this year, Cleo Herbert. He really did. good. It was like, hey, give him the ball a little more. I know he got banged up, but um. If the Giants let Saquon or or Saquon gets to the market, I actually think the Bears should be the number one suitor for him, ironically. Ooh, good point. But in this scenario, we don't know that. So I will take B. John Robinson to Chicago, and that is just awesome for Justin Ooh. Fields. Running behind Paris Johnson. Pretty sweet start for the Bears. All right, so you took Tyree Wilson for the Arizona Cardinals at 33. Got the Cardinals back up here at 34. Um there is uh, OG OG one on the board still. Osiris Torrance is still here, yep. and I feel like I feel like that's got to be the pick. Uh, I feel like for too long the Cardinals have not done what they have needed to do in the trenches, and they remedy that here with uh, with with back to back trench picks. So I'll, I'm going to go Osiris Torrance here here at 34. Yeah, they'll need guard a guarded center. It came out today that Rodney Hudson is expected to retire. Yep. So you're you're on the thinking of hey you, you could have been John Michael Schmitz Joe Tipman Steve Avila Osiris Torrance is BPA on the spot. There um, oh, her, will her okay hold on here holy cow I guess I didn't realize it was this bad. Rodney Hudson retired. Justin Pugh, Rashad Coward, Billy Price, Max Garcia, Will Hernandez, Kelvin Beecham, and Cody Ford. All of them are free agents. Which that honestly, is, that is that is the entire offensive line starting offensive line outside of DJ Humphreys and Josh Jones. And yeah. and and that is the entire second string of their offensive line, either maybe, either in free agency or retired. Maybe they do trade out of three. That's what I'm saying, man. I think it's I think it's on the table. I really do think it's on the table. All right, you're up. So Cyrus Torrance, the Colts are on the clock at 35. They got Anthony Richardson, not Will Levis at four. I need to double check that and make sure. <laughs> I am going to go, man, they need O-line help really across the board. It's just a matter of how you 
chop Sli- it up. Yeah, how you chop it up in this spot, right? I mean, Raymond's going to get a shot next year. They have Quentin Nelson. Ooh, this one's tricky. This one's really tricky. I, I'm thinking I'm thinking Anton Harrison's an option in this spot. Steve Avila at right guard. Ooh, Steve Avila. I think that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to have Steve Avila play guard. He's played center and guard for TCU, so you like the flexibility here. Yep. I'm going to go with Steve Avila. Okay. All right, Steve Avila to the Indianapolis Colts. Let me find him real quick. Steve Avila going two spots after Bijan Robinson is the kind of things that like you need to go through scenarios to do mocks over and over again. Well, I think I'm going to go Anton Harrison here for the Rams then. Tackles a, a need. Yeah, it's just a major need for him. I'm trying to see if there's like really anybody else that I would be thinking of. I mean, I like Felix on DK Azuma. I like Keon White. I like these guys now that we're kind of into the second round, but yeah, I, I don't mean, I don't think Keon White makes it this far, but we just haven't had the right home for him yet. Yeah, we might in a couple picks actually. I'm going Anton Harrison though at 36 for the for the Los Angeles Rams. Just getting some something along the O line. Something. Need something okay. here. Anton Harrison goes. The Seahawks are back on the clock. They have gotten Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. And and Dalton, say Dalton it with K- your chest. Say it with your K- chest. Not my choosing. Say it with your chest. Michael Mayer is still on the board. I'm sickened right now. Good. Sickened. Good. Disgusted. Good. Oh man. They they need a third wide receiver pretty badly. They do. They I do. am actually going I kind of like how this fell. Okay. I am taking Josh Downs here Ooh. for the Seahawks. All I right. think he'd be really really good there. Anybody else at the receiver position give you any debate at all? No. Oh, I sure. thought you were making a Tank Dell joke. No, 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 no. I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I wasn't no, uh, <laughs> no, nobody, nobody did for what they need. I love Cedric Tillman. I like Tyler Scott. But I just, I think that if you have DK and Lockett on the outside, Josh Downs will eat on the inside. Okay. Carolina is back up on the clock because they did not have to give up their second. The round Raiders eight. are on the clock. The Raiders are on the clock because I can't read today. <laughs> You had them taking Will Levis at number seven. And I have them here at number 38. Definitely deep defense. Uh, I think this was probably going to be Will McDonald, right? For the Raiders? Yeah. Another Wasn't Chandler rusher. Jones there forever? Is he there forever? I didn't the think he's there forever. Pretty, it's pretty wild. Is it brutal? God. No. Okay. He's there for the next probably at least this year, maybe the second year. There's a lot of dead money on this thing in the next two years. And there's two void years just for a little bonus. I think they just need just, Chandler just, Jones to just in case. Just, just in case, case he didn't make the contract enough. enough. Um they need they need a corner. I know. They need secondary bad. I could see them looking at Forbes, honestly. I know. I know you're I agree too. He's light. No, I'm not picking them. All due respect, Emmanuel Forbes. Sorry, I don't mean I don't mean for that to just. Do they need interior? One sixty six, Connor. He's one sixty six. I know. I know. He showed up at the combine at one sixty six. I'm taking Tyreek Stevenson. Tyreek Stevenson, it is. Yeah. Raiders get corner help. 
in the mold of Tyreek looked, Stevenson. Tyreek Stevenson looked really good at the Senior Bowl. Giving him, I'm giving him his flowers here. So Panthers are back on the clock. They made the big move to get C.J. Stroud, big. which you love. You really love to see that. Huge move. This one's a little tricky here. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to take Keon White in this spot. Okay. I thought about Jameer Gibbs, full transparency. Ooh. I thought about they, Michael Michael Mayer. You know what? They like uh, they like um they like Deontay Foreman a lot. That He's was a free agent. Th- no, okay. Is he? Yeah. That's what our lads tells me. Who is he? And I mean, I'm sure they can get yeah. him back. So so they so they like him a lot. Like that was my main takeaway from Scott Fitter's presser because he really did not give us much else. But when mm. somebody asked him about Foreman, he's like, "Yeah, we love him." Basically, okay. So they'll find a way for that. So I think that he's, I think he's back on the team. So Keon White, they get more depth at edge, and they get a. He's a totally different player than Burns. Keon White, he'll be really good against the run today, and you're going to develop those pass rush tools with his size and speed. I was going to say, what about tomorrow? He might be he good tomorrow. Oh, wow. Okay. That, I mean, in that case, then I'm in. Totally in. Saints at 40. You had him take a Cansey at 29. They could definitely use a wide receiver. Is there anybody in here worth picking? Mm. Michael Wilson, my God. I would take Cedric Tillman here. I know nobody else probably yeah, would. Yeah, I bet you would. I would. Yeah, I bet. Corner. Kind of fell off a cliff quick, huh? Besides my guy, I mean, DJ Turner. I mean, there's, I mean, there's guys, right? Clark Phillips is here. Yeah. DJ Turner is here. Julius Brantz is here. Darius Rush is Darius here. Rush. Darius Williams is here. Darius Rush going 40, though? Probably not. I don't think he's going 40. It's been a really good process for him, though. I want to say that. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely on the up. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. What's a tight end room like in New Orleans? Other than Taysom Hill, don't talk, don't, don't, don't say that to me. I didn't. Juwan Johnson, who was Adam, unreal. Adam Troutman. Mm. Yeah, they did just Adam Troutman, but he's been hurt. I feel like, right? They don't have a Michael Mayer, okay? Like, Paulson's, they don't have that dude. I like Paulson. They drafted, drafted Alante Taylor. They've got Bradley Roby. They still have Demario Davis. They've got Pete Warner. It's basically just wide receiver. And how do we get this team a good wide receiver? I mean, you're going to want to take Tank Dell, of course. <sighs> I'm taking Michael Wilson. I'm doing it. I don't care. Oh I don't care God, what you think. You're insane. I don't care what you think. All right. I had to Michael search. His, I just type his name into the search bar, by the way, to find him at this point. I, th- in the I thought you. Were, I thought you were going to say the surgeon's bar because he's been hurt a bunch. That would have been. A- t- I was going to tell you that was going to be distasteful. Michael Wilson at 40 to the Saints. Most least surprising thing that the pod listeners have heard so far is me overdrafting Michael Wilson. Nobody here. Nobody here is surprised. 41, the Titans. They got Pete. offensive line help in Skaronsky. Pete. Pete. They could Pete. use some pass rush. Could use some pass rush. They could use another wide receiver. I don't like the board here at all. Ooh, no. I'm going to go... BJ Ojolari. 
you yeah. wow our guys going back to back yeah we really did the we did the thing right there <laughs> like we're like we don't really care about these two picks of what the nfl thinks it's time for our opinions to matter browns up at 42 and tank dell is still on the board <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man that's good <laughs> that's good <laughs> Oh man. I'm picking Keanu Benton. Okay, thank you. Thank you. It would have been a really good bit to just keep it going. Oh, it would have been really good. So that's her <laughs> on the clock. <laughs> I can't get the pod back on the rails. It's I think we're done. My face turned so my face turns so red when I laugh. I know that everybody who watches on YouTube can see it. I'm I just, just like, get, I just get crying eyes instantly. Hysterically Instant tears. laughing. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Uh, your Jets, forty three. It's just like wild to me that Michael Mayer is still here. It's starting to drive me insane, and I'm not doing it by the way because I. The Jets are paying two tight ends, and they drafted Jeremy Rucker last year. Mm-hmm. They need a. They need more better play at safety. I really like Antonio Johnson in this spot. Ooh, nice. Actually, I think that's, yeah, I, I like this a lot. Yeah, I think that's the move for them. They're small in the middle of the field. Jordan Whitehead and LaMarcus Joyner, I have not looked this up. I would guess they are the smallest safety duo in the NFL. So you go the other way and get Antonio Johnson. Jordan Whitehead's like 2% body fat, though. Oh, yeah. Ripped. My guy, my guy is absolutely shredded. And a solid player, but... They just need to get bigger at the safety position. And Johnson's a really nice fit for them. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right. So Antonio Johnson of the Jets 43 puts the Atlanta Falcons up on the clock at 44. We had them taking Christian Gonzalez, number eight. I do think that this has to be pass rusher for them. Now, Will McDonald is on the board, and I think that Will McDonald is probably the best pass rusher left, but they did just draft Arnold Ebicati, and, I mean, is D'Angelo Malone, is he a pass rusher for them? Yeah. They have, they have him listed at, They have him listed at outside linebacker on the depth chart. He's but... a rush backer, yeah. But now okay. that Lorenzo Carter is a free agent, maybe that opens the door for him in that spot. Right. But even if he's going to play off-ball linebacker for them, he's still going to rush a lot. Exactly. So they have to, so they yeah. have a lighter rusher in D'Angelo Malone. They have a lighter rusher in Arnold Libicati. Yeah. Are they going to take another lighter no. rusher in Will McDonald? Probably not. And so Ooh. I'm going to pivot to Felix Anadike Uzama. Okay. Get a bigger end. Bigger end. A guy who could play five tech for you. Guy who could play with his hand in the dirt. Always the defensive end presence that you want. Loved his podium session. One of my favorite podium sessions that we had during the week. Yeah, it was so awesome. We got to I'll listen go, to that one I'll together. Different, to, and he feels like somebody who is going to know how to pr- how to produce in his rookie season, and then hopefully get even better year two, year three. So I'll go Kansas State's Felix on DK Uzama uh, for forty four for the Falcons. So the Packers are on the clock. The guy I consider taking for them at fifteen is still here. 
They took Van Ness at 15. I mm -hmm. was torn between Van Ness and Mayer. So I will take Michael Mayer in this spot. I feel like he falls somewhere in between, right? Like he's not the guy, and I like Mayer a lot. But I agree. I, agree I don't think you. he's the guy that's this consensus, break the wheel, I'm going to be a top 15 pick as a tight end. I also don't think he's going to fall this far into the second round. It's somewhere in the middle. But like we said, all scenarios on the table. This is an amazing draft for Green Bay, an amazing fit for Green Bay. He's he's good at everything, every aspect of the tight end position. He's not the fastest guy, and it feels like you have to just fly to get mm -hmm. drafted early as a tight end. But this is a steal at this point of the draft for a really good player. Really good scenario here for the New England Patriots who took uh, Joey Porter Jr. in the first round. Really wasn't an offensive tackle that you felt comfortable with yep. taking him that high. Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse is still here at 46. And I think that's a really solid one-two yeah. combo for them because Bergeron is somebody who also gives you some inside-out versatility. I think he has the capabilities to play uh, at one of those interior offensive line spots if you want him to. But I also think that you know we got him listed at tackle for a reason because we believe that he can play over at tackle. So really hitting corner well with Joey Porter Jr. And then still being able to get Bergeron at 46 is, is really good for him. Okay, so... Washington's on the clock and I'm going John Michael Schmitz here. Nice. I think he he's confident he could play guard and center. Washington needs help on the all along the interior of their offensive lineman. This is really a great landing spot um to improve that unit as a whole. I think this Schmitz range is probably somewhere early in the second round, the middle of second round. Centers you just don't know. Linderbaum ended up going to the first. Creed Humphrey was very highly touted, ended up going at the end of the second. You just you don't know what centers. It's a weird position. So Schmitz comes off the board at 47 to Washington. And I, I bet they love that pick. Detroit. You've made every Detroit pick. You're re single-handedly rebuilding the Lions and answering Brad Holmes' super chats. Well, I got you. I I, I got them. <laughs> Five dollars from B Holmes. What should the Lions do in the second round? I'm looking at the linebackers, but you guys might have a different take. Thanks so and, much. Hashtag Anderson. sex addict. <laughs> oh my God. Incredible. Will Anderson at six. Brian Branch at 18. I want to pick Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. How you should. What's the situation with Swift and, and Williams? Williams a free agent? Williams right? has got to be a free agent by now. Williams is a free agent. I think they're going to... I mean, they're going to bring Jamal Williams back. And with that, since it's not... I can't imagine them drafting Jameer Gibbs. Even with it being... Yeah, that's a lot. Swift last year. I just... I don't think they would do that. What's their tight end room like now? They don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> they traded Hawkinson and they're like, yeah, we got 8 million wide receivers like a ball. Okay, fair. It's true. The, um, no, there's value right now at tight end, though. You're right. What about linebacker? Yeah. Oh, oh dude. Dude. Yep. Dude. Yeah, you figured it out. This is the most this is the most Dan Campbell player in the draft. It's his son. They're long lost brothers. <laughs> Jack Campbell, 48. I love Detroit it. Lions. I was gonna take him at 49 for the Steelers. I'm still gonna go linebacker 
for the Steelers here, and I'm going to take Trenton Simpson. Okay. Just get All a right. ton of speed. He can rush a little bit. He can cover. This gives the Steelers a hell of a player and a guy that I think will play more outside backer, even though he played inside a lot for Clemson this year. Bucks still have Will McDonald on the board. <laughs> the best players on the board are pass rushers. Good job, Trev. You really did this well for the Bucks. I had them taking Nolan Smith in the first you round. You did. I phoned a friend and you answered. Yeah, I mean, that was the right. Never that answer. Was, that was the right pick. That was the right pick. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, people. What do you want from me? What about Whipler? Is Whipler going before Titman? you think? I dealer's choice. I'm a little higher on Whipler. I feel like other people like Titman. Good question. That's a that's a I would love to get a little confirmation on that. Hmm. I like both these guys. Is there either one that you think has more guard versatility? I haven't looked up the snap count of these guys. Tidman's huge for a center. I haven't seen many centers like okay, that. Okay, so Whipler's only played center. He's smaller. He's played, he's played 800 snaps the last two years. Tipman started his career at right guard, but he only played 11 snaps. So I assume that was just to get him on the field. Then he's played center in the last two seasons. I think I might go Tipman. Okay. I think I'm going to go Tipman here. Let's let's do one last one last peruse of the board. It's just a lot of edge rushers. The only one that's really tempting me is Jameer Gibbs. I could see that. I really can. Man, Rashad White and Jameer Gibbs lean on the run while being a little handicapped at quarterback. That'd be pretty sick, actually. Son of a gun. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Joe Tittman. Okay. I'm going to go Tittman. They need, they need trench help. They need trench help until they can, until they got all five spots figured out. They, they got to They got to draft guys that they think are talented. So we'll go Tittman here at 50. Okay. So the Seahawks are on the clock and they're kind of in the same scenario. It okay. just feels like it's been decided for them. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I'll go with Whipler here for Seattle. Now, he is a smaller center, but I think they can live with that in this spot. And I think they can get a little bit more athletic in that run game. So Seattle, we get back-to-back -back centers here, and the top three centers are, if you count Avila, the top four centers are gone already in the top 51 picks. Dolphins are up at 52. They could have used either of the guys that just went off the board. Yeah, they absolutely could have. They absolutely could have. I don't think there's anybody else that I'm I'm entertaining here at 52. Uh... Cody Mock. Yes. Yes. I feel like that's a solid pick for them at 52. I think that I think you're on it. The athleticism. I'm not the, I'm not as high on Mock as everyone else seems to be, but he's going to go. He's going to go in the top 60, I think. Yeah. I'll go. <sighs> and he's a he's a guard. He's not a tackle for me. But they could use that anyway. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we'll go Cody Mock. We'll go. We'll go offensive lineman Cody Mock here. Give the give the Dolphins a little versatility and some juice there. I know they need corner, but I just don't love any of the corners that are left. Yeah, like every, you know my. I I think if anybody, I'd pick Garrett Williams because I like Garrett Williams. Yeah, I think he's getting slept on a little bit here, but even then, I think you might be able to still get a good corner a little bit later, even in the third round. So, um, yeah, Cody Mock here. Chargers on the clock. I know you don't like the corners. 
I still think this guy is going to go in the top 60. I'm going to have them take Emmanuel Forbes. Mm. Uh, um, I, I think, man, we don't know after the big money signing and the poor play, but more importantly, the injury, what the situation ultimately is going to be. Um, I'm looking at their depth chart right now. JC Jackson obviously got hurt last year, but did not have a good start. They can use a nickel. Bryce Callahan is technically a free agent. Man, I actually might flip this to Clark Phillips. But they're small with Asante Samuel. This is tricky. This is really tricky. I'll go with the length. I'll say Forbes. I think the Chargers are looking at corners. I'll go with Forbes. I know he's skinny, you but know? He, he's not bad in coverage, and he's got ball skills. You want to know how many times or how many corners have weighed in smaller than 166? Since 1999. Oh, God. Maybe one other guy? Smaller? One. Yeah, one. right? Yeah, one. One. You know how tall he was? Five foot nine. Like, yeah, he had to be small. All right, Manuel Forbes. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I, think he, I still think he's going to go. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Dude, uh, you took Michael Wilson in the top 40. Let me live. Paris <laughs> <laughs> Johnson, number he nine. He didn't even run well. What do you mean? No, 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 no. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? Do not insult. I'm, I'm going to find this. You're making me find it. You're making me find it. You, 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 you give me a second. He ran right? a four, five, eight. Michael Wilson's RAS score was a nine, three, four. All right. The five, three, eight. Only area that he tested poorly. Ah, tested yes. Running. Tested, Who cares? Tested, tested really well in the 10 yard split. <laughs> Love how he gets off the line of scrimmage. The weight was great. The bench was great. The height was uh, good. The old bench sneaking into the RS. The vertical, the vertical was in the green, 37 and a half. The broad was in the green over 10 feet. The shuttle was good. 427. Fair enough. You took him 40th. I get to take a manual forms of 53. It's fine. Texas took uh Paris Johnson Jr. at number nine. And then you had them taking Bijan Robinson at 33. I'm up the with Bears, them again. the Bears, yes. What did I say? I think you said the Texans, which I was, I really lost track of the, where the draft had gone when you said that. Okay. I uh, don't, right. Yeah. Uh, the Bears. Folks, this is a long record. Let us, let's just, just put up with us if you can. Just 10 more minutes, I promise. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we're almost done. We're trying. Uh, Chicago Bears at number 34. Dell's on the board. Dell's. His name is Nathaniel. Can we There's not actually a player, anymore? Trevor. There's a player I, I adore in this spot for the Bears. You adore? Yeah, like I think considering they have they have not solved anything on defense in this draft right now, and they've waited this long. There's a good player that can really help them. Is it Will Will McDonald? No, but that's that's good thinking as well. This guy's a little bit more complete as a player. Complete? Yes, and he Who will enter. It? Who is it? You tell me. Uh, Tully, Tully, Tui Pelotu. Oh yeah, Tui Pelotu. Tully's good. He is really good. He is really good, and he's heavier because yeah. they've got they've got Travis Gibson. They have Dominique Robinson. Exactly. All right, we'll go with Tully. Nice. We'll make it happen. I think he's definitely getting in the second round, so I like this here. Yeah, yeah. Me too. When will the Will McDonald slide end? When will well, we well, not here? Because when will we learn? The Lions got Will Anderson and Brian Branch. And 
and Jack Campbell. My God. Goat draft. Goated like draft. my favorite defensive draft of all time. Goated draft. Jesus. And now we're going to wrap it all up with Tanner McKee. <laughs> Development behind Jared Goff. No, we're not. That would be funny, though. That would be funny. Um, No, actually. So, despite all those great ads, they mm-hmm. still need some beef in the middle of the defense, I think. They do need beef. I'm between Ika and Mozzie Smith here. I can't do Ika anymore, man. Yeah. I he he tested so poorly at 20, 25 less pounds than we thought he was gonna well, I what happened to him this year? He didn't even put his tape was a step down. Don't know. I would not consider him. If you're considering him no. it's him or Mozzie, yeah, it's, it's Mozzie. He's the, away, the athlete's Mozzie. gonna go. The yeah. athlete is gonna go. Right. Mozzie Smith. The Lions. Mozzie Smith, you are. Am I off for like the Lions not doing any offense now? I don't think so. That wasn't their problem. O-line solid. We we tried to pick running back for them, but we really can't. You're going to bring back Jamal Williams, and then yeah. you're not going to draft another running back that highly. The league loves Luke with... Musgrave, but I just don't really think the t- the Lions care that much about tight end. Yeah, the only the only area that I think I would have done is is Musgrave. All right, so Mozzie Smith. Uh, who am I? Who's oh Jags? Uh, oh, we had Keely Ringo. Okay, so we had Ringo. Oh, would they go Musgrave? I know they I know they franchise tagged um Ingram. Have Evan Ingram, but like at least the value makes sense here, right? Yeah. They just drafted a bunch of linebackers. I yeah, I'm gonna go Musgrave. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I'm gonna go Musgrave here because then they can have back to back. Or they could have they could have two tight ends that they absolutely love. And you're not always drafting in a one year window, you know. Yeah, I mean, Dan Arnold, Chris Manhurst, those guys are both free agents, so they're gonna do something to tight end anyway. So let's go, let's go Musgraves. We'll we'll make it happen to the Jags. Musgrave would have been a no brainer to the Giants here. Mm, hate that. We are you hate to see it. We are operating that Saquon's back. Otherwise, Gibbs would be the pick. I am going to go. I'm between Laporta and Tucker Craft. I really like Tucker Craft. Oh, do you? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I, I think I think nobody the, cares about him, and I thought he had a. I think the league likes Tucker Craft too, but so do, they like Laporta too. I think I'll lean Craft. Giants get tight end help. It's something they really need. They walk out of this draft. They have Jackson Smith and Jigba and Tucker Craft. That really helps their pass catching group. All right. You making it in? You locking it in? Yeah, I locked it in. Tucker Craft at 57. Okay. We didn't pick Bijan Robinson for the Dallas Cowboys at the back end of the first round. We gave them Zay Flowers. They could still use defensive line. They're going to let Dalton Schultz walk, huh? Maybe. That's what it yeah. sounded like. I know they took Jake Ferguson last year, but. um, And they have, what is Who it? I thought Peyton it was Dalton Schultz part right? two. So, I mean, they have invested. Derek Hall. Yeah, that's very fitting for them. Derek Hall is very fitting. But would they take Derek Hall over Will McDonald? No. I'm going to go mm. Will McDonald. I'm gonna okay. Go McDonald. Yeah, this, th- this fall this, this frame. This, this, this can't stand. No. This no. Can't stand. We can't stand for this. 
Will so McDonald, the, you are Dallas Cowboy, number 58. The Bills got Dewan Jones. They did. They could probably even continue to take a corner. They could use another stand-up. They could use a rusher. I'm not taking Andre Carter here. No, Andre Carter, again, we're out. We're out. We've been we've been out for a while. You know what, Trevor? There's part of me, actually. Man, I'm torn on this one because Poyer's a free agent. Ooh, what about Sidney Brown? A little early for me for Sidney. Little oh, early. Come on. Man. I'm picking him next if you leave him on the board. Okay. Just letting you know. I like I Jordan Battle better. I don't know how that's I don't know if that's like a threat to you or not, but no, not in the slightest. Wow, not in the slightest. Now he's threatening me. Not in the slightest. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Jordan Battle here. Oh. Get some reliability on the back end. They care so much about the uh the brains of those safeties and battles played at a really good level for Alabama. That's a that's battle a tough is, spot to play battle for is a good safety. Battle yeah. is a good safety. Um pro ready. Yeah, again, I I think not that, that uh, um, you know, not that Sidney Brown isn't. To be fair, he's battle tested too. So, Von Bell's a free agent. Jesse Bates is a free agent. Eli Apple's a free agent. They drafted Dax Hill. They've got uh, Cam Taylor Britt. Yeah, we're going Sidney Brown. Okay, we're still going Sidney Brown. We're making it happen. They got Darnell Washington in the first, right? They did. They did. Yeah. Darnell Washington and Sidney Brown here for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, There's no offensive lineman or offensive tackle specifically that's still left there that I like. So sorry, Bengals fans. Panthers is easy. This is Jameer Gibbs. Even if they bring back Foreman, he's just different. He's different than Foreman. Yeah. Yeah. Sniping him from the Eagles, having like an unreal draft class. Yeah. Panthers um, still made out really well here. They have Jameer Gibbs, Keon White. And, of course, the trade-up for C.J. Stroud. That's awesome for them. Okay, so Eagles got Devon Witherspoon at 10, added to Miwa Adebuare at 30. Now they're sitting here at 62. They might need to replace a guard. Yeah, they... Uh, Isaac Samalo is a free right. agent. Right. And I those guys always kind of get paid elsewhere yeah well, who else is gonna i know take here you already you, you already did pass rush for them otherwise you could take your boy fosky hey hear me out on this devon a chain what was his official his official's got to be in there right should be what's his official i mean even whatever it is the guy's really fast four three four was the unofficial okay Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, oh, Trev, four three two. Mm. You love to see it. Mm, that's gonna be a dub. Uh, that is absolutely a dub. He had the second quickest ten yard. Guess who had the quickest ten yard? Keaton Mitchell. <sighs> yeah. What man. was Keaton? What was his? What was his forty? Keaton's. Um. Oh man, four three seven. Wow. So you were close. I was. I, I gave you a run. You did. I, I will throw my hands up. I feel like the, like, what I sleep on meme versus what you sleep on. Like, I then the you of it, I sleep on Devon H, on Keaton Mitchell. Everybody else sleeps on a bed. 
I, I, I am doing a full turn, and I am carrying that Keaton Mitchell flag. Did you pick right. a chain to the Eagles? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pick a chain okay. yet. I'm debating between Devon a chain, Derek Hall, and Drew Sanders. Man, Drew Sanders fell in this, huh? Right. TJ Edwards, who is coming off a really good year, who I think they're going to bring back. Kaiser White, both those guys free agents. Of course, they have N'Kobe Dean as well. But Drew Sanders has a lot of experience as like an off-ball, also as an edge. Brandon Graham's getting up there in age. Josh Sweat had the injury. Robert Quinn's a free agent. They have Hassan Redick. I think I'm going to pick Drew Sanders. Yeah, I mean, I could see that one. I think I'm going to go Drew Sanders here for the Eagles at 62. A lot of different guys to pick on the board, but I I, I like that versatility. He's somebody who really attacks the trenches. No, that makes sense. Adibar is more of the interior defensive line guy, and Drew Sanders can be um, the the edge kind of player for them. All right, so Drew Sanders comes off the board. The Eagles... Not a good O line pick for them to be for their to to no. So the Chiefs in the first round, I took Jordan Addison, assuming yep. they're going to lose some wide receivers to free agency. This gets kind of tricky here, right? Because you probably lean defensive side of the ball. Man, this might be the spot for this is the spot for me for Derek Hall. Okay. Because right. yeah, I like, like it a lot. We saw flashes from Karloftis last year. Frank Clark's not going to be there forever. He's just not. And one one would think. Championship teams rotate. Like, I would love to get a D tackle here. I don't, there's no there's no one. You made a great point. Ika has completely nuked this process. It's not like I, for, I'll throw my hands up. I love the guy over the summer. I still had him. I still had him sneaking right into my top 50 mm -hmm. because I still believed in 2021. Didn't go to the senior bowl. Absolute bombing of the combine. I, it's going to be hard to sell that one. Yep. I'm not, I'm, I'm with you. Yep. So I will, yeah. uh, the other thought here was, but they Duffy last year. So I'm not going to go small corner again, Clark Phillips. So I, I'll go Derek Hall. I think he's he's kind of too good to to make it into the third round. I'm hella sad we didn't get Clark Phillips in here. But I also think we're right, by the way. I think I he's know. going in. I don't think he's going in the first two rounds now. Yeah, I know. Doesn't mean he's not a good player. He really is. All right. There it is. Two rounds in the books. I'll recap round one, Connor, if you want to recap round two. We, I feel like that's probably just the, the yeah. easiest way to do it. We have the Houston Texans moving up to number one overall. We have them taking Bryce Young. Panthers moving up to number two overall, taking CJ Stroud. Tyree Wilson going to the Arizona Cardinals at three. Anthony Richardson to the Colts at four. Jalen Carter to the Seattle Seahawks at five. Will Anderson to the Lions at six. Will Levis to the Raiders at seven. Christian Gonzalez, Falcons at eight. Paris Johnson Jr., Chicago Bears at number nine after two trade backs from them. Hell of a haul. Um, Devon Witherspoon at 10 to the Eagles. Peter Skronsky, um at number 11 to the Titans. Quentin Johnston to the Texans at 12. Broderick Jones, 13 to the Jets. Joey Porter Jr., 14 to the Patriots. Lucas Van Ness, 15 to the Packers. Washington Commanders, Deontay Banks at number 16. Steelers, Darnell Wright at 17. Brian Branch to the Lions at 18. Nolan Smith to the Bucks at 19. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, Seahawks at 20. Forfeited pick from the Miami Dolphins, which means technically at number 21, Chargers took Jalen Hyatt. Cam Smith, the corner for South Carolina, to the Baltimore Ravens at 22. Miles Murphy to the Vikings at 23. Keely Ringo to the Jags at 24. Jackson Smith and Jigba, 25 to the Giants. Zay Flowers, 26 to the Cowboys. 
Dewan Jones to the Bills at 27. Darnell Washington, 28 to the Bengals. Elijah Cansey going 29 to the Saints. Adetamiwa Adabuare to the Eagles at 30. And then to round out the first round, Jordan Addison went to the Kansas City Chiefs at number 31. All right, round two kicks off with the Steelers because of the Chase Claypool trade. They took Brian Brzee, the D-line from Clemson. The Bears, with all the trades we had, them making this mock pick at 33. They get Bijan Robinson, the surprise fall of day one. They get him at the top of round two. Pick 34 is the Cardinals. They continue to repair this offensive line. That could be an entirely different unit besides DJ Humphreys. They get Osiris Torrance to play guard. The Colts look to improve on the interior with Steve Avila from TCU. He can play guard and center. The Rams take Anton Harrison at tackle. The Seahawks at 37 take Josh Downs to play in the slot. At pick 38, the Raiders get corner help with Tyreek Stevenson. At pick 39, the Panthers get a versatile edge defender in Keon White. At pick 40, the Saints, thanks to Trevor, take Michael Wilson. At pick 41, thanks to me, the Titans take B.J. Ojolari for their edge pass rush. At pick 42, the Browns did not take Tank Dell. They took Keanu Benton for the interior of their defensive line. Pick 43, the Jets get size uh, and physicality and safety Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M. Pick 44, the Falcons continue to tap into the edge market. They get Felix on a DK Uzama from Kansas State. Pick 45, the Packers get Michael Mayer, the uh, do-it-all tight end from Notre Dame. Pick 46, the Patriots get offensive line help in Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse. Pick 47, the Commanders take center slash maybe guard John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota. Mm. Pick 48, the Lions get Dan Campbell's uh, alternate son, Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa. Pick 49, linebacker again. The Steelers get Trenton Simpson from Clemson. Pick 50, the Bucks take center Joe Tippman from Wisconsin. Pick 51, center again. The Seahawks get Luke Whipler from Ohio State. The Dolphins continue the offensive line run with Cody Mock from North Dakota State. Pick 53, the Chargers get Emmanuel Forbes. Slim corner from Mississippi State. At pick 54, the Bears take Tully. Tuli Pelotu, the edge, go. kind of lined really anywhere. He's a big edge from USC. Pick 55, the Lions get Mazzy Smith, the hulking D-tackle from Michigan. Pick 56, the Jags capitalize on value at tight end. Luke Musgrave falls to them. Pick 57, the Giants continue the tight end run with Tucker Craft. Pick 58, the Cowboys get edge pass rush help in Will McDonald. Pick 59, the Bills get a new starting safety in Jordan Battle from Alabama. Pick 60, the Bengals get safety help in Sidney Brown from Illinois. Pick 61, the Panthers get Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. Pick 62, the Eagles take Drew Sanders from Arkansas. Finally, pick 63, the Chiefs take edge defender Derek Hall from Auburn. There it is, folks. Let us know what you think. If you were watching this bad boy on YouTube, please like and subscribe to the channel. And let us know what you thought of your favorite team's picks or, or any of the picks. Just any of the crazy picks, the ones that you liked, the ones that you didn't like. Let us know in the YouTube comments. It's the best way to start a lot of good conversations. We hope that we hear so many of them from you because there were just so many different picks. There was obviously a lot of back and forth between Connor and I. Let, let us know what you thought about where the quarterbacks landed, the trades that we did, the second round for the first time here on this show. We want to hear it all. If you're not... Uh, watching this bad boy on YouTube and you're an audio only hit us up on Twitter at Tampa Bay Trey at Connor J Rogers. You can do the same thing on Instagram as well. We will be back with you with a new episode a little bit later this week. The new episodes are going to come out, I believe Thursday and Friday this week. Give us a little extra time and give you guys a little bit of extra time to digest this whole mock draft, but we're going to recap what we saw from the combine. The combine is going to be entirely wrapped up by then. We'll uh, recap what we did for the combine draft, had a little bit of bragging rights, and then of course, move on to our man, 
a little bit of free agency preview, what we think is going to happen, how it's going to affect the draft. Plus, we're going to get back into positional rankings. We're going to get into uh, some of the positions that we haven't finished yet, but also start to get into those final rankings as well so we can put together those final rankings, those final big boards, all that good stuff. Connor, anything else before we get out of here? No, this was a beast, but I'm glad we did it. Um, it, was. it will live in a lot of different formats on the channel yep. so everybody can catch up on it. And we will be back later in the week. We, if, if you, uh, I guess it's a little late to say this, but if you, you know, you don't have to burn this whole podcast in one listen if you want to stretch it through Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, we're giving you a little probably, time. But you probably, you know, it's probably a little late to give that advice. We will be back probably Thursday, I would say. We'll have a new yeah. episode on the feed. I'm Trevor Sikama. That is Connor Rogers. Thank you guys so much for listening to the NFL Stock Exchange podcast. We'll see you next time.